J.R. Smith. Explain yourself. I thought we had, I thought we had a timeout. I thought we was up. Uh, I saw LeBron over there. Uh, I grabbed the rebound, and I knew that KD already had five blocks. I didn't want to be the sixth one, so I grabbed the rebound, and I thought we were gonna call timeout. I ran over, and I just saw LeBron over there, and I, th- I just didn't know what to do, so I just passed the ball over, and I thought we were up, so I just kept going, and the time the clock ran, and then I thought we were up, and I just tried to call timeout. It makes no sense. It was. Utterly blasphemous that you would run to the other side of the court. LeBron James is right beside you. You could have passed him the ball. That was idiotic. The temerity, the unmitigated goal to run to the other side. It was just dumb, futile, ill-advised. It was laughable. A dummy, thick individual, a loser like you, a mindless, moronic homo sapien, a perlial and simple-minded. How could you run? Get off the weed. Uh. I just, I just thought that uh, I, 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 just th- I saw Katie over me, and, and I knew I was going to shoot over him. So I was, I, I'll be honest with you, looking for Kyrie, and uh, I just forgot that he was gone, and uh, I, I do apologize. Yeah. Uh, LeBron, uh, John here from uh, EA Sports. Uh, just uh, wh- what was going through your head when uh, GR grabbed that rebound and just ran out, ran out? Did, did you think that uh, he was gonna like? But like, what do you really think was going through his mind? But Michael Jordan. <laughs> Welcome to episode 11. I'm here with our special people. It's cool um, people. I'm here. Kobe's here. I'm here. G6. A Somali. You don't know what it is. It's Aussie. <laughs> oh my god, Aussie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Alright, so uh, welcome, welcome to episode 11. And... Uh, if you guys follow me on Twitter, which you guys should, if you're listening to this, actually, one plug, 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 plug. Yeah, Rexy's one, man. Plug, plug, plug. Definitely follow. I don't know what the F happened, but hey, uh, we're gonna talk about decision fatigue. Um, someone from the Curious Cat uh, sent in the article, and I thought it was very interesting. And um, we're also gonna talk about gender roles, gender stereotypes. Disclaimer. Disclaimer, yeah. Um, Big disclaimer. Yeah, this is just this is just from the male male perspective, um, and we'll do a female perspective um, in the coming weeks. So, anybody that uh, gets mad and be like, "You guys need a girl there," um, <laughs> <laughs> the girls the girls are gonna come. So we're, we're gonna do that um, eventually. So let's get right into it. Uh, we're gonna talk about decision fatigue. So the article is talking about how. Um, people, especially people like, in my opinion, pe- like our generation, have a hard time making decisions. Um, we'll spend like an hour. We'll spend like an hour just uh, figuring out where to eat. Um, people don't want to hurt other people's feelings, which I don't get. <laughs> um, like people just don't know how to make decisions, and I think decision fatigue is is something that um, may or may not be true. But according to the uh, the um, the study, uh, there was a judge that was uh, that had three inmates, one with um, a, a fraud charge, two that, with fraud charges, two with fraud charges, and one with um, assault. assault, right? And the first the first fraud charge was um, at eight thirty in the morning. No, no, it was a parole hearing. Sorry. Parole hearing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Parole hearing was at eight thirty in the morning. The second one was at four thirty p.m. and the last one was at eight thirty p.m. So the first one was a fraud. It was a fraud parole, and um, the guy was granted parole. The one in the evening was assault, and the guy 
um, said no. The judge said no. And the last one, the exact same um, fraud charge fraud charge for the thing, he was also denied. And that brought up, and the article brought up, like, um, why do you think the judge um, made that decision? Is it the same judge? Same judge, yeah. And then it says, like, uh, 70% of the people who go for parole hearings in the morning are granted parole. And then only 10% of the people who are who go for parole hearings after 4 p.m. are granted parole. And, and it, like, when you, when you read it, you're thinking, like, 8.30 in the morning, he's fresh. Like, yeah. he's obviously going to make the most logical decision because he just got out of his bed. Always. But in terms of um, those later ones, it's like, yo, I've been here all day. Mm-hmm. And just just in, like, like g- general work, like, at the end of the day, you don't want to do nothing. But that's the thing. And that's the thing. The way, or what it looks like to me is that, you know, the judge might have not wanted to <clears throat> release somebody who he thinks might be a danger to the public. So he ends up saying no just, just because, you know, and because he's he's fatigued or he's he's at a stage where he can't make or he can't make a rational or proper rational decision. He, he made a bunch of decisions the whole day and he might have heard like four people committing yeah. murder and he's like, yo, I don't want to let anybody But it even go. says it says it like here. It says, quote, like verbatim, even the wisest people won't make good choices when they're not rested and their glucose is low. And they, no, didn't, they didn't eat, they didn't get any rest, you know. You can't make a proper yeah. you can't make a proper decision, you know. So um I'm decision fatigue is something that we're all gonna have to go through, you know. So it's like <laughs> what do you do? Just rest yourself. Take care of yourself. If you're not gonna make a proper decision, you know what I'm and, saying? and they were doing, they did a study, and they just got a bunch of people. Um, they just got a bunch of people together, and they they said, "Yo, you can go into the store. It was like a dollar store, and you can get whatever you want, but you have to answer a series of questions." And they're asking questions like, "Oh, red shirt, blue shirt, um, green shirt, whatever, or blue pen, red pen," and they asked them like maybe fifty of these questions, and by the end of it, um, they just like. Randomly just saying Randomly just picked whatever And they like <laughs> And they're like They're like yo Was that was Did they make that decision Based on just them being tired And I was thinking about it And I don't know about you guys If I'm tired I'm not making the right decision I'm making the best decision the to easiest get, decision The easiest decision To get me to my bed <laughs> So in, in terms of that um, I just had a question for the room Do you guys think that um, Willpower is like a muscle Or something That changes based on your um, like if you do make a bunch of decisions, or if you do have, uh, if you're tired, do you get? Do you guys think that it it it's a, it, it affects? I think it's 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 always been there, but it's more relevant now because you have way more decisions to make now, right? Like if you look, let's say you go shopping, for example, you have you know forty different items that do that all do the exact same thing with like minor differences. So now you have to make the most basic decisions complicated. So you're constantly making decisions no matter what you're doing. So I do think it's 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 more relevant now. Yeah, well, for I, me, I don't think um, I don't think muscle is the right word to use. Maybe because mm-hmm. I'm maybe because muscle you, gets I, tired. I guess I guess if you think of your brain as a muscle, but um, as someone who suffers from decision fatigue, especially when I'm shopping. Or just in general, <laughs> like I, I suffer from it a lot. Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, they're out here for, to go shopping with you. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm gonna ask you. You think this is nice? Hundred, hundred times. Even though, even though I know what I want, like mm, that. For that, me, for me, that I think, validation is. Yeah, is the validation true. is good, but not, not only that. For me, it's like when, a, like you said, a bunch of things are the same. I don't want to miss out on what could have been the best out of all those things. Mm. So sometimes That's you want to, you want to outer. So you might think something is great. But but then, you're, yeah, you're constantly thinking about what if, mm, what, if this, it, what if that one's better. If you make decisions like, like that, then you're just you're but not, never dep- going to make a decision. No, but it depends. It depends on the severity of the decision. If it's like mm-hmm. something that's going to impact my life hugely, 
I probably already have the answer for that. But that's the thing. A lot of people, that that right there, you know, the idea that, oh, it's not a really a big decision. Some people look at the most basic things as big decisions. So then you have people who are like basically having anxiety attacks all over the smallest things, right? Yeah, and, that's and that's, unhealthy. And that's, yeah, that's very unhealthy. But the thing is, when you look at it, it's like, how important really is it? Like, for example, when I go shopping, like, I'm in and out, right? I'm, I'm looking for something. As long as it gets the job done, I'll take it. You know, there's a whole bunch of different options. But as long as I'm, you know, the purpose of what I'm there for is, 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 is it completed or is accomplished, it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah, but I'm going to play devil's advocate here. You know, it's a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You said how much does it matter to you? You said how much does it matter, right? For some people, like, it matters, you know? Like, <laughs> maybe for you it might not matter, but mm. for some people it matters, right? So, like, I don't know. Like, but should it? In your opinion, yeah, maybe not. But, like, I'll give, you an, I'll give you a hypothetical example. Somebody working on York Street, they're a lawyer. They have a specific type of level of, I don't know, something to maintain. So, if you're like Edi- that. Etiquette. Etiquette, yeah, mm. a certain type of level of, of standard that you got to maintain. So, let's say today um, you don't get your shoes cleaned, and maybe you have a big client, a big deal. And you can't close it because this person looked at you and said, yo, this person looks disheveled, bro. Look at their shoes. Now, for you, like me and you, bro, I walk with beat up Air Forces I've been wearing for the past 10 years, you know what I mean? But for that person, it matters, you know? So, like, I don't know. Like, but that's the thing. If a person is going to be affected that much just by, you know, how shiny their shoes are, that says more about that person's mental state than the decision itself. I guess in that example, like, like I'm saying, like, the, generally the speaking, person, though, let's say the person he's meeting is like an uptight person that thinks that you're supposed to look your best when you're at a job. Then in the, in those situations, that's fair. It's all about perspective. Yeah, hundred percent. But um, I think well, in terms of decision making, you just got to look at let's say let's say shopping. You just got to look at what you already have, um, and what mm. you don't have, and then you just weigh your options. Pros and cons. Bro, I and hate people who take forever to shop. No, like, <laughs> with a passion. But some, sometimes, like if you if you're if you're looking for something specific, but you can't find it because you know nowadays I feel like designers are getting like you know they're, they're out of whack. They're doing some crazy stuff or they're too basic. You yeah. know, they just they're not like moderately like you know. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not yeah, double shirt. They're not know? exactly what we're looking for. You know, so yeah. it's hard. It's hard to find what, what you but want. But there's also like decision fatigue and just like. um People saying like people wording things to just even their friends like oh yeah like yeah. let's say um there's eight of us here and there's only six seats in my car you know what I'm saying yeah. people are they they have such a hard time just making that decision of like yo who am I gonna pick or like you know and in 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 terms like in terms of that do you do you guys experience that would you would you pick me no <laughs> <laughs> man brother who asked first yeah here's the thing though okay. <laughs> that's 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 not more of a that's not I don't think that's more decision fatigue. That's more like you have a problem. You have a problem that needs to be solved. It's like a, right? It's not a moral problem, but it's like it's a situation. It's something yeah. like that. It's like but with, okay. you still have to make a decision at the end of the yeah, day. Exactly, yes or no? Right. But yeah. that's the thing. When you make that decision, it's like okay, you want to you don't want to you don't want to step on anybody's toes. Like that's that's the main thing that you that you're trying to accomplish, right? But the fact of the matter is, there are two people who are going to be left behind, or it's like, okay, you know what? Let's not take the car. Let's all do something together. That's one way to address yeah, it. Right? Yeah, yeah. But now, let's say, for example, on, on a different level, how many times are you on, let's say, for example, Snapchat, and you want to type something to somebody, and then you, you type something and you erase it. And you erase something again, and you go, ah, I can't see that. You erase it. <laughs> right? Is that, how, is that how you answer your Curious Guy questions? <laughs> wow. <laughs> 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 yeah, but I'm saying, there are people, there are people who go through that, and it's like, 
you know, you want to say something the most, like, the perfect way, right? You don't want to, you know, say anything that might be taken out of context. You don't want somebody to feel some type of way. But at the end of the day, it's like, if you have a message to get across, just, to just say, say it. it. Yeah, yeah right? but I don't think, I don't think going through that whole decision process is, like, that's thing, a that's, bad that's, thing. No, that, that's the bad most, thing. My, that's the most basic of it, right? That's the most. I think, I think actually having a thinking process to making your decisions is a good thing. Cause just rushing into what you think is right right off the bat might, might yeah, backfire. That's what that's what I suffer from. I just make a decision. And I just do it. But that's, that, but that's that's not necessarily a bad thing. It, it, well, like, it's like it's like both. It's like everything in moderation. Yeah. Like you have to have that exactly. You have I to think have you that have balance. A balance. Like there's some decisions that, like relatively, you should you should make quick. But there's some that you need time. Mm-hmm. Like right mm-hmm. now, or let's say when you guys are in high school, just thinking about where you're gonna do in school, is that a decision that maybe for some people. It was, t- it was hard, right? All right. It's facts. Yeah. There's some decisions that I need, like a real thinking process, like well, how's it gonna affect me, all these things, you know. But I think that's what it is. It's about like the importance level of it, you know, how big it is. Like I think in the article they're talking about like people going to jail or not. Like that's a big issue. That's a big deal. So maybe decision fatigue would be a something that is worthy of tackling. When we talk about that. But when we're talking about you know six five seats in the car, like seven mans. <laughs> but the, the the article is also saying like if someone is 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 experiencing decision fatigue mm. like the um their their level of um like decision making like it, they like they mm. wouldn't make a good decision i think regardless the, of what you do yeah the decision fatigue is a compilation of everything it's those yeah. minor decisions and those major, major decisions that come together to make to make a person feel decision fatigue mm-hmm. but if you take out so minor decisions if you stop thinking about those little things then that gives you more of a capacity to deal with the bigger situations or the bigger issues and deal with that and just look at the word like decision fatigue fatigue like if you're always making hard decisions you're gonna suffer from decision yeah. fatigue. But every but if you conserve your energy for the hard decisions like he said and like the minor ones i don't think need a lot of time no but every decision you make in a day regardless of what level it is 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 the article was saying is is biologically taxing, but that's how much how much that depends on how much effort you put into that decision. No, no, they're just saying decisions in general. Like, yo, am I gonna take this? Yeah, boom. And the, and um, just a stat they're saying the average adult makes thirty five thousand conscious decisions a day, <laughs> which is freaking crazy. But like little things, like yo, am I gonna get up right now? That's a decision, right? Yeah, but that's light. Oh my no, god! But they're saying no. They're oh, saying, it's a they're saying the accumulation of all yeah, yeah, these yeah, yeah, decisions yeah. Yeah. at the end of the day is gonna make you feel um, but yeah, tired. Yeah, but that, that's a, that's 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 sad. I'll just say that. Um, <laughs> that's sad. Um, no, yeah, just like the light ones, the really really light ones. You know, yeah. I'm like, am I gonna get up or not? Like when when I hear people say that on social media, I'm like. Fix up your life. No, but not even. It doesn't have to be social media. Just like in general. Yeah. Okay, like when you tell yourself, like, yo, I'm gonna get up in like two minutes, and you're like, ah. Uh, right, if I'm not the brain takes like the, the most um, like amount of energy. You know. But then I mean? again, that that depends on how how much willpower you have, how much you know those decisions affect you, mm-hmm. and again, how strong you are mentally, right? Yeah. How, for example, a person who makes thirty thousand decisions is not gonna feel the same, you know. Weakness or the same fatigue as a person who makes less decisions, but then you ha- you might have two people who make the same number of decisions, but one person might feel fatigued and one person might not. Mm-hmm. That depends on the person's mental yeah. capacity, right? Yeah, that. But also, like, even though the little things are taxing, like imagine just doing a bunch of little things, but then doing a bunch of big things. Yeah. Obviously, the person who's making a bunch of huge decisions every single day, like a judge or like, something, yeah. they're gonna be like. I think in the article it said when um, the judge has somebody at like 8:30 a.m., they usually like pass the appeal. 
And then when it's like at the end of the day, they like usually yeah. just says no to everything. But now here's cooking. the thing. Now taking. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say you gotta differentiate between like the big the big decisions we make and the small ones, right? So like for example, a judge, that's a big decision, and like you said, it needs time, right? But for the small ones, like getting up in the morning, whether or not you should pack food before you, you eat sleep, for lunch, what you eat for lunch, where you're gonna go, these are like the day to day things that we do. Exactly. And at the end of the day, a lot of it is all of preferences and impulse. You know, it's not really something that you 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 spend a lot of time exactly. thinking about. You guys, right? you guys don't think it, 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 it takes anything away from you? No, it does. But that's the thing, though. Like, there's but how this, much? There's you, a, there's you need that. that. Nice, I think it's essential. There's that book by Mel Robbins. I was listening to an audiobook. Her name is Mel Robbins. It's called The Five Second Rule. Basically, you have five seconds to convince yourself to do this. But here's the catch though. You already know in your head you want to do it, right? You already know you want to do it. That five seconds is you trying to convince yourself not to do it because you would have never wanted to do it unless you thought of it first. Yeah. So let's say, for example, you want to wake up in the morning. The reason why you're, that's even a, a thought in your head is because it's you want to do it. You want to do it. Yeah. But when you choose not to do it, it's because you feel like you don't want to do it. But you actually do need to do it, you know? So what this lady is just talking about is that five seconds just do it Get, go do it like you know what i mean don't don't think about it don't give your don't leave your brain to convince yourself otherwise just get up and do it if you want to go and um to the gym and you're like ah, i don't think i want to go to just get up and do it that and, five seconds is crucial just and go. you're constantly thinking about you know oh should i do it that, that adds to your you know mm -hmm. decision fatigue. Yeah. but also also you should think about like like for example waking up all that mm -hmm. that stuff should be in your mind even though it's taxing like you said it should happen. That's a, like a standard. Just to clarify, when you say waking up, you mean getting up. <laughs> yeah, not yeah, like just opening your eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Get getting up, getting up starting your day. That's a real struggle. That's a real struggle. It's 2018. You have to clarify yeah. everything. Yeah. 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 That's a real struggle. I guess we'll dive right to the, to the, the gender, I guess the gender um, um, uh, a topic, but do you guys dun, dun, dun. <laughs> do you guys I think where the differentiation comes from is how you make decisions. Right. Between, uh, the Between the men and genders, women, yeah. yeah, and then like you know, like Kobe was saying earlier, right? Oh, uh, basically, I was reading a article from Huff Post, actually written by a woman. So, disclaimer there. <laughs> don't get at him. So, so don't don't come don't come for me. This is your this is our own woman from your guy's side. Females, I'm talking to females here. So basically, um, women's brains actually favor more emotional activity, uh, in the midbrain region to be specific. Um, also, women are more attention, attention to detail. But then if I go to the men's side, it says men tend to deal with stress better than women because women, uh, it's harder for women to shut down their auto stress response. And uh, men also tend to have better logic skills when it comes to making decisions because the logic part of the brain like lights up when men are making decisions more than a woman would. But it's not, I'm not trying to say that men are smarter than women. So more don't, don't take it that. It's just the way we tackle decisions. We use a more rash, rational approach than a woman would do because they would use more emotional things. I feel, like, thing. I feel like these are things that we don't really need science to tell us. Like we, like you can see it a lot. Like I guess it's a scientific the woman, um, yeah. validation. Like the the woman in the article also said like this is this is things that we see like without even science. Like you can just tell when men are making decisions and women are making decisions. It's also we're not the same. We're different, right? We you know, I was, I was, I was looking at, um, uh, what do you call it? It was an article, sorry, it was an interview by a psychologist. And he said, you know, he's like, when people tell you to, or people try to convince you, and you get, a, you get this a lot from, you know, like feminists that say men and women are the same, right? Men and women are similar. They're very similar because obviously we're the same species, right? So we're going to have a lot of similarities. And then he said, for example, 
um, 60% of men are aggressive, whereas 40% of women are aggressive, right? And when you look at it, it's like, okay, it's not really that much of a difference. But then he said, if you look at the top 1% or the most aggressive people in the world, he said 95% are men and then 5% are women, right? So he said, to generally speaking... Aggressive in terms of just, just aggressiveness, generally? Yeah, just yeah, aggressiveness, okay. right? So that, that, that attribute of aggressiveness is favored more towards men. Right? And then you, when you look at it, for example, in terms of business and things like that in the, in the, in the business world, right? And it, this, the, the question came up because he was, target, uh, he was addressing the, the, the wage gap, how men are paid more than women, right? And then he said, yes, there is a wage gap. And you know, to say there isn't is, is, is crazy. He's like, but when you look at it, it's when you're going into um, an agreement or when you, when you get hired by somebody, an employer, and you're negotiating how much you're going to get paid. It's like, because men are more aggressive, they won't back down. And, you know, you offer them $12 an hour. They're going to say, hey, no, they're going to negotiate that. Whereas women are more passive when it comes to negotiation. Right. And that's that's where that's one difference. Yeah. Plus, plus at the same time, it depends what jobs like, you know, you're doing because humanities in general, I don't think it pays as much as STEM. If you think about no, it. No, this is this is a, this no, is this is uh, people in the, the same, same field. field. But there's a lot. Let like, me just ask you though, like, is that is? Do you think that that is solely because of their nature that it's that is it is the way that it is? Or no, no, no. Do you no, think that there's not. there's some system systematical oh, no. problems here? Like, I'm th- just asking you. I think the employer definitely thinks like it's all. It's, I think we're we're not at a point in time in society where where like the guys at the top value women as as they do men. No, but like, okay, even just within this conversation right now, yeah. you were just talking about how women make decisions based off their emotions. Yeah, but that, so, was, that so, was a general thing, though. It's that's a general right. thing, but I'm just saying that if somebody comes at you like that, if a woman comes at you with a decision, yeah. and that's the like the retort or the notion that you have in the back of your head, yeah. so the moment you decide not to agree with what she has to say, the first judgment that you're going to say is, oh, yeah, she's a girl. Those people that think traditionally are usually older men, older mm-hmm. white men that are at the top of, yeah. exactly. of, uh, of no, that no, no. industry. I think, I, think, I think what Ozzy's trying to say I is that there are, uh, there, are, there are barriers that do women do face in, 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 uh, yeah. you know, in the new no, business 100%. world. Yeah. But to say <laughs> that... <laughs> no, but to say that this is solely because there are women is wrong because there are so many different factors. Yes, them being women is one. Is one. The, the you know the, the 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 fact that we're living in a patriarchal society that's one. They you know, and then there's a whole bunch of other different things like output. There's you know all these other different aspects or different things that contribute to that. I agree with you. Can I just say one thing though before yeah. we continue the discussion? I feel like um, for for people to really understand perspectives and people's perspectives and thoughts, we have to understand like the lens within which we see things. You know, because wallahi, whether or not we want to admit it or not. And more, more often than not, people don't admit this about themselves. We all have biases. We all have, we have, we all have ways in which we think, you know? Yeah. So one thing that's very, very taboo about this society that we live in, it is misogynistic. It, it's set up for men to be successful. 100%. You know, it is. Like, hey, look at it. The CEOs are all male. The, whenever you think about, like, your bank tellers, the ones who really invest in bank, they're all male. Like, all these different things, like, the higher positions are with men. It's not just, it's not just men. It's, it's literally just white men. White men. But yeah. the point is that yeah. it's yeah. men. Even, yeah. even men within, like, uh, whatever, certain uh, races, men are consistently have higher wages than women, even in their own, yeah, yeah, within yeah, their yeah, own yeah, races. So yeah. it is a men thing. Is that, is that, a, is that a bad thing? No, I'm not. But I'm not I'm asking, I'm asking you. I'm do not I think you. that's a bad thing? Yeah. Well, like, that's subjective, but that's my... Mm-hmm. My thing is, I'm not really, really trying to get at that right now. I'm just try, trying to think about the lens within which we speak. Now, when we, t- when we talk about somebody who speaks within a feministic lens, right? A feministic lens. 
that is a way that they see the world and they understand the world through. So what I'm just trying to say to you is that when, when somebody comes with an opinion or a thought that doesn't necessarily agree with yours, right? And it's something even completely like traditionally isn't even like in line with what you think. Instead of like maybe, you know, going at that person right away, taking a step back and listening to what they have to say. And why do they think that? And judging it for what it is, as opposed to like automatically writing this person off, you know what I mean? And that, a lot of that kind of stuff happens, especially specifically when it comes to women. You know, I'm not gonna lie to you, like within my culture, like I'm, I'm Eritrean, you know, I know specifically within our culture, women, generally speaking, they get kind of brushed, brushed to the side. Yeah, when it comes same thing, same thing in Somali Yeah, same thing in Somali people. Like, yeah, it's mainly, it's all like immigrant culture in yeah, general. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's I, not just East African, it's mm-hmm. uh, Indian, you know Chinese, what, you know what it all is? of You know what it is with, for example, with, with the society that we're living in, women you know, it's it's not some it's not shocking for a woman to be making more money than a man. It's not shocking for a woman to be the breadwinner, right? Whereas you know, back home culture, it's not necessarily the case, right? So when you have people who you have sort of a power vacuum, whereas you know, it's it's the man is at the top, and then it's his son, right? And then it's the wife, you know. Yeah. And there's there's, there's a, that hierarchy, but the problem is bringing that hierarchy here, it won't work because over there, there's a reason for it. Right, it's just the way of life there. Exactly, yeah. right. That's how that's how the society is set up, right. And then when you come here, challenging that hierarchy, challenging that that's how that society is set up, is is problematic because it's like, hey, that's not how we do things here, right. And then it's like, well, you're trying to tell me how I live my life is wrong, how I was raised is wrong, and then trying to change people's minds is it's harder, especially at what the age they are right now. Mm. But it's just like a rule of life, man. Like when when you can at least understand or comprehend why somebody is saying what they say, it becomes easier for you to understand where they're coming from. And even if like, let's say hypothetically speaking, they say some stuff that you really disagree with because by no means am I uh, supporting feminism here, I'm really not. But there's some things that like feminists say that I disagree with, but you know what? That does not change the fact that they're fighting for a plight that is, 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 is really rampant and it's serious, you know? The injustices that happen to women is, is a serious thing. But that doesn't mean that what this person is saying is allowed or it's correct. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it needs to be obviously discussed. But I'm just saying you have to understand. But where the thing is, with, with I, 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 I agree with you there. But when you have somebody that's telling you, for example, right, that, you know, for example, all men are trash. It's like, OK, you want me to take you seriously, but you're coming at me with some BS, you know? And, and that's, just, that's just one thing. For example, like when, when a feminist or a lot of time you have people who are fighting for feminist causes understanding yes there are women do have barriers that they face in society yes that's not that's not you know argued but when you say you know this is the solution feminism is the solution like feminism ain't no solution i think i think that um we're like just in our general society that um if they want us to like kind of pick a side yeah it's like if you are for women's rights you're automatically a feminist and if you are for conservative rights, you're automatically conservative. If you're for liberal rights... It's identity rights, politics. Yeah, it's identity politics, right? So you're literally just picking this, this, and this. Realistically, everybody has their hand in, in, all, of those, in all of those boxes, right? And the thing is... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, and uh, everybody has those hands in their boxes. And it's like, yo, if you say, I agree with, I agree with, with what they're saying... Your other typecast says, yo, you're a conservative. Yo, you're a feminist. Yo, you're this and you're that, right? But like like, like you said, like I agree with a lot of feminist um, ideologies and I disagree with a lot of feminist ideologies as well, right? 
Does that make me a feminist? No. And does, it, does that make me uh, a, a non-feminist or misogynist? <laughs> no, right? But you see, that's the, that's the catch though. Like, you know, anything that feminism says that's correct, right? You got to understand that that belief was probably engraved in you somewhere else down the line, whether it was through your culture, through your Islam or whatever, right? Me, for example, I don't, call, I don't claim myself a feminist at all, to be honest. I don't really like the term. But I understand that there's some femi- feminist ideologies that I agree with. And you know what? I understand that those things also come from Islam. And you know what? I believe personally that Islam has more of a right to those, right, to those good mm-hmm, things mm-hmm. than fe- feminism does. So you know what? I'm not going to call myself a feminist. I'm going to call myself a Muslim. Mm-hmm. And if somebody wants to ask me, well, how do, I, what do I, how do I feel about this or that? I'm probably going to say some things that they might even agree with. Feminists. But that does not mean I'm one of you guys. And it's, no it's, one, of those, it's one of those things where it's like, there's the, the, the problem is women's rights, right? But then we, this, this is the problem that, that needs to be tackled, right? For us, we say, okay, Islam tackles that problem, right? But then you have people who are, who are Muslim and who say, you know, I'm going to use feminism to tackle this problem, right? And that's the thing. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like the solution is not the right solution. You're saying you're going to use feminism to tackle that. But with feminism comes all these other different things. Right, where it's, where it's basically liberalism, right? That says you know a woman can do whatever she wants and things like that. And that's 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 not first of all, it's not what we stand for as Muslims. You don't do whatever you want. You have you know you have responsibilities everybody, and you have everybody exactly. doesn't exactly. do whatever and they want. Of that, yeah. and on top of that, it's like okay, for example, capitalism and communism, those are both avenues to address economics. The same way you have feminism and you have Islam, both avenues that are addressing women's rights. Right, so it's like you're picking one over the other. Um, I like I agree. I, I agree with what you're saying. Um, but there's the, there's obviously there's points that Islam obviously hits with feminism, and there's 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 points that it it just doesn't because of because of just modern. But here's the thing: the thing is with with Islam, it's like okay, Islam is against any injustice. Right? Yeah, it's for fairness. Right. Where does that not address what aspect no, of in, the, in terms of that? One hundred percent, one hundred percent. That's what that, that's. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not one hundred percent educated in that in that situation. So I, I was just. I was just inquiring. Mm-hmm. But like in terms of things like um equal pay and um like equal, oh, yeah. like the Islam. But equal pay. No, here's the thing. Equal pay. The problem with 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 you know you know feminism and equal pay is feminists want equal pay for less work. I don't think that's true. I don't Look think feminists want equal pay. As they say, if a if a guy is doing a job but, and a and a and a, and a man's doing a job, the job requirements. For example, let's say a job asks you to pay. You know that you need to carry fifty pounds, right? And almost says, I can't carry fifty pounds. I can carry forty pounds. Okay, hired. Right. I mean, uh, but, but now you have them doing the working the same hours, doing the same job. Right. I'm talking. Should they be getting to the same? Okay. That, that you know, I'm talking about. That's kind of more. I'm just talking about um a job in terms of let's say a business job. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Me, me, and um this girl got the same degree. We came from the same school, and at the end of the day, like um at the end of the day, she's gonna pay less than me. And it, it might be little things like just that aggression and blah blah blah. But eat like, what if I got asked for that raise? What if it was like, oh, you did a good job at Astros, but me and the girl did the same job. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about it. White men are the ones, or just men in general, are the ones that are in those um, management positions, right? So if I'm a, if anybody from the older generation is going to have their older ideologies, right? The, like, your ideologies might be valid back then, but they change with, like, ideologies change. Like, the 
times change, right? So he he's already sees the woman. He's already discarding her because like, mm-hmm. oh, this is just a girl. Is that is that fair in her? Oh no, absolutely her, not. In that situation, right? for people who are doing the same job, they shouldn't be getting the same amount of money. Yeah, that, that, but with with okay, look at look at it from an employer's perspective. Let's say you're you're an employer. Okay. You have, you get paid. You have a contract that pays you thirty dollars an hour, right? And you have to hire somebody to do that job. You want to pay them, right? You want to pay them their fair share, but you want to make money. So you want to pay them. Let's say you want to pay them fourteen dollars an hour, and then you can keep the sixteen dollars an hour, right? That's you looking for a profit. Now, if you're gonna, when you hire somebody, you're gonna say, "Hmm, let me, you know, give this guy fourteen, But the guy's arguing with you. No, I want sixteen or I want seventeen, right? There's gonna become, there's gonna come that point where you have to negotiate and you have to fight for that, you know, extra bit of money, right? And that's that's where um, you have to leave off, you know, whatever you think is, you know, I have to take the job. You fight for it. Be aggressive. Fight for it. And that's and that's the thing that a lot of people don't address. Right with, and that's the thing. A lot of feminisms, fe- feminists don't address. It's like you demand it or argue it, you try to fight for it. It's not things like that don't just come to you. You can't just sit back and say, "I want this." Right? You have to fight for it. No, but in, that, the, I think that's not the. Go ahead. No, I think G six wanted to. Oh no. Um, I just wanted to go back to what I was saying before. Remember how I was highlighting what uh, men are good at and what women are good at? Basically, I just want to make a little disclaimer about that. Basically, I'm not trying to say that one side is greater than the other side, but I think. If feminists want to solve the problem of inequality, maybe somehow if two the both minds work together, it would be like a better result. Other than a feminist saying, "Oh no, we're actually better than men," and then uh, men saying, "Oh no, we're actually better than you," or just understanding that men are good at this, women are good at this. Use both ideas, and you have more innovative thinking. Yeah, but but it also depends on like you know uh, what jobs they take and like how they make that average for like uh, the the age sorry the wage gap because if um, most men are taking up jobs that are you know paying better or jobs that women you know what I mean don't take because it takes more like physical you know it's a physical nature to it like construction plumbing things like that or STEM which pays more engineering being a lawyer all these different things it's you know what I mean a lot more difficult right and it, it pays a lot better but that's no that's not that's not where the wage gap. Addresses it. Addresses. It. I think we talked about this already. What, about wage gap? Yeah. No, he's, oh, no. he's just he's just saying um, no, no, the no, reason saying, there's a wage same, gap. The same point. But right it's just it's yeah. just he's saying it's it's because a women. But like, but I can tell you the job no, they take. The wage gap yeah. doesn't address that. It's it's in the within the same field. Oh, yeah, that's okay. what we're talking about. We can also the same line already. But we can also talk about um. Also talking about. Yeah, I just wanted to tackle like the whole thing where like there's some fields where men dominate and there's some fields where women dominate. For example, like women's dominate being nurses, right? But if you guys notice in hospitals, majority of the nurses are women, right? Yeah. And then if you guys see engineers or things like that, it's mostly men, mm-hmm. right? So when you're when you're a girl and you're in high school and you're thinking about what you want to do, you're gonna do a thing where you see women and you're not gonna you don't have any role models in the engineering field, so you're not gonna go for that. Like for example, I'm in I'm in York I'm in the York engineering school and They've been trying to push if to be 50-50 because I think they gave a newsletter saying it was like 80-20 or something like that. There's 80% men, 20% women, right? And they're even trying to lower the acceptance um, average so women can come in because they really want to push the 50-50 so they can encourage the, uh, women, women in the future, like yeah. in high school right now, trying to become a thing. Because if you, if you guys think about it, in, like, in the big fields where the money's at, it's all men. It's just, yeah, and, and they, women feel like it's gonna be hard for them to get in. That's why they avoid going for those positions. It's not because they can't do it. It's because they just don't dis- see a representation. They're, they're really getting discouraged. So, yeah. G- great, so point. Great, great point. Great point. Amazing point. 
but yeah like i remember we were talking about this before but that 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 social media presence of feminism and masculinity masculinity and just islam and their their um their their attitude towards either feminism or or, or all of that you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah, like yeah, what, yeah. Do, what do you guys what do you guys think about that i got you on that i got you um i actually wanted to say it earlier on but you know i think we ended up moving on to something else so i'm glad you brought, brought it back up but uh I feel like on social media, especially with like practicing people, um, I feel like they they don't address the issue properly with regards to feminism and people who really, really go at with that retort. I was talking earlier about like the lenses with which we see um, the world and we understand the world. Misogyny is one of them. Feminism is another, right? And obviously, misogyny is talked about to death, you know, so I'm going to discuss feminism specifically. And when people talk about that and you see that on social media, I don't believe it's handled properly. I personally don't believe it's handled properly. When somebody comes in and they're talking from their, from their heart about maybe witnessing a misogynistic crime, uh, being exposed uh, to something very bad at the expense of, at the hands of men. Give like an example. Uh, For example, let's say somebody was, was raped. You know, no, that's it. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy to say it, but yo, a lot of this kind of stuff happens within the Muslim community, and we don't even know it. Forget about like the community at large. We need to address it. Yeah, it needs to be addressed, right? But there's not really an avenue for, to discuss this kind of stuff. Why? Because there's a very big misogynistic like um, following, you know, and people don't really talk about the stuff. It's really taboo. You don't really discuss it, you know. But it is definitely present, and it doesn't allow for people to explain their situation through these things. Anyways, my thing is this: when people are aware of their own. Um, biases and their own preferences, you'll be it'll be easier for you to understand somebody's position, somebody's uh, agenda, if you will, right? And even if we don't necessarily agree with it, maybe somebody who's a big feminist might even say something totally against Islam. You can at least rationalize why they say what they say because you understand where it has come from. Yes, that passion and 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 and, and that they have has obviously been channeled in the wrong way, and that's how you address it in a very sincere way. But in terms of it being addressed in a sincere way, I don't believe it's been being addressed in a sincere way. And I don't think it's been handled with, with, with care at all. And, and, that's, and that's the thing. The reason why this happens is because, you know, we, people, like, especially, and this is a lot with the practicing community, and it's, and, it's, and it's shameful, right? You see people who, they'll see something. For example, a, a woman will say something like, oh, you know, she was raped or something like, or she was harassed, you know, by men. And then instead of addressing the issue, they'll say something like, oh, well, you shouldn't have been outside to begin with. Like something something stupid like that, right? And you see that you see this a lot, and it's a lot. It has a lot to do with the idea of you know gender roles, and you know what what's a woman what's a woman's role in society, and you know a lot of times it's like okay, you know what you should be you should be at home anyways, you shouldn't be outside, this and that, and that's the thing. But gender about, role. How about this? Before you get into gender roles, I know we want to talk about that next. But how about the practicing community and how they deal with women who don't wear hijab or who struggle with the hijab? You know. Or women who deal with uh, makeup and struggling with makeup, right? Like, I, even those things, I don't believe that it's being taken care of properly. You know, it, I believe in, this is just my idea, and you guys can feel free to dissect it as much as you want. I, I don't have a problem with it being addressed with, with wisdom and knowledge and the proper understanding. I don't have a problem with that. And not only that, but if somebody comes at you really sincere about your sister, you know, I really, really care for you a lot. You know, you're my sister in Islam. I'm not really condoning, by the way, like talking to women and advising them everywhere you go. You know, I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying if somebody come, if you come across somebody giving you sincere advice and it, it's, it's something you really dislike, that's on you, you know. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about those people specifically that all they want to talk about is the hijab. 
women's issues and all oh, women's it's, issues it's coming they, it's like it's more judgmental than it's it is more, advice it, exactly yeah. and you know what even the stuff that those guys may say actually like if you see it for what it is it's, it's not bad it's it's actually decent stuff you know it's just the, it's just the, the approach. wording but it's the approaches, wording yeah. the approach the, how you come at somebody like yo you don't know first off that's the outer layer of a person right if you don't see me with a beard but maybe i'm going to umrah every other day you know what i'm saying look at that like you, right. you, you you don't know you don't know right so when i think those type of stuff are very sensitive when you understand who a person is then you can better like attack those type of stuff i have sisters i can talk to my sister about this stuff because i know who she is yeah but i'm not gonna go to a random girl on the street and say yo sister bro you're you're muslim right she's like yeah and i'm like at the same time at the same time that he's absolutely right you know, nothing that you said was, was you know, i disagree with mm-hmm. but at the same time on the flip side you have you know women who say you know for example you know men this is not a, something for men to address or like you know this is none of your business right and a lot of times it's you have this and there's this narrative and i see this a lot lately it's you know men shouldn't address women's issues Right, men shouldn't be talking about women's issues. Men shouldn't be talking about the hijab. Men shouldn't be talking about this. It's like we're all Muslim. At the end of the day, we have you know the deen. That's our standard. And to say that you know a man shouldn't advise a woman on women's you know uh, topic is is completely wrong. Yes, you should. You should. You personally, subjectively, should understand. Okay, is this an issue I can help? If is me talking to this person gonna help? That's one thing. But for women, and there's a lot of women who say. You know, men shouldn't uh, address women's issues, and that's completely wrong. You do know where that comes from, though, right? When women say stuff like that, they're not really coming at you and saying what you're saying is wrong. They just don't like the fact that you're addressing it. Now, this is the thing: I'm not agreeing with their statement. I think it's completely wrong. But that that passion that they're showing you, saying you shouldn't be talking about it, is coming because they've been victims. Like they, they, women generally speaking, have been victims of society. That's what it is. Understand? I know it's one. It's one thing to understand where it's coming from. It's a whole another thing to agree with it. But I'm saying I, you, like you responding you, yeah. back to that person that, right now. You responding back to that person that says you can't talk about it. Your response will say a lot about whether or not you were offended with what she just said. But if you're smart, you would understand. Like, not. I'm not saying you're not smart. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're one of the <laughs> smartest guys I know. You know what I mean? But thank I'm just you, saying, if you. that person's smart, they would look at that and say, you know what? I can clearly see that this person's hurting, or maybe they've been. Uh, I don't know, on the bad end of a lot of bad advice or something. You know what? I'm just going to tell this person that, you know what? I totally get it. I don't understand everything you're coming with, you know? Mm. But I do know that this is what the Prophet Muhammad said. And, 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 and I do think it's best for yes, you, yes. you know? And, and that type of response, I've never seen it. Yet, seldom do I ever see a statement like that. I just see like, yo, this girl's wily. Yo, exactly. this, girl, <laughs> this girl's talking about men are trapped. Straight, like, well, straight like, yo, judgment. Straight judgment. Yeah, straight. Like you, and it's mm. like, it's lack of acknowledgement. Even if you don't have a solution to the issue of a woman being like oppressed and stuff, the least you can do is at least acknowledge somebody, you know? And, that, that's, and, that's, the thing, and that's the thing. A lot of times, and you know, the guys, guys will use the excuse that, you know what? Oh, it's my responsibility to you know talk to this person or advise this person. You the first the initially initially you telling the person, hey, this is wrong. You did your job. Whether mm. or not they take it is not up to you. So when a woman comes back at you and says, hey, you know you have no right to address this, that you leave it because now you know anything that you say after this is not going to help the situation. Figgy facts. Figgy like, facts. Is, like I said, it's just it's literally just the approach. If you say yo, you're wrong, they be like yo, f you. Who do you think you are? Right? <laughs> it's just like yo, like you said, you know, this is my advice to you. This is what this is what I think you should do. If you if you if it's something that you know that we both believe in, hundred mm-hmm. percent, right? 
But again, if you're saying yo, you're wrong. If just anything in life, if someone says yo, you're wrong, or what you're doing is wrong, Miguel, who do you who who do you think you are to mm-hmm. tell me I'm wrong? You know what I'm saying? So there's that. But. Plus, plus at the same time, like uh, most of us, like we know people and we see things like people do, sinning because we all sin at the end of the day, every single day. But like the way we approach it is, it has to be different. Because if you don't know the person and you want to address it, even if you want to be kind, even if you want to put it across the right way. You, you shouldn't just because you know even though even if you want to you shouldn't and I, the reason why I say this is because just because you see someone do something you don't know them you don't have the same perspective you don't know who they are and then afterwards you can even if you put it across the right way the person could still like not take your advice and then it's still going to be wasted you know don't waste your breath and, and that's the thing when at the end of the day we're all trying to solve this problem right there are women who are oppressed a lot of women who are oppressed and we're trying to solve this problem but at the same time, in solving the problem, we have to address something that's, you know, causing more problem. And that's the ideology of feminism, right? Because, yes, it tries to address the issues of women's rights. But at the same time, it pushes a lot of different things that are com- that's completely against what we, ba- what, we be- what we believe in, what we stand for. And that's harming women even more. For example, right, uh, it says that, you know, one of the feminist ideologies is, that and it's not saying that all feminists believe in this, but one of one ideology that I've seen a lot of feminists pushing is the idea of sex work. You know, and what? <laughs> what? Like, it, it, it's funny now. Like it's men, like men escorts? No, 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 sex work, like women prostitution. Okay, saying that it's you know, if a woman, yeah, saying you know, you have no right to talk down on a woman who's a prostitute or you know, to, it's not wrong, right? And that's one of the ideologies that feminism pushes. He's lost it. <laughs> I think, no, I think I think I think you no no I think you're wording it wrong. It's not it's not feminism. It's modern feminism. Yeah, sorry, modern Femi- feminism. Feminism uh, as a base is obvious. Is 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 is, uh, is just equality mm. for women. And what I'm saying is the, the the fact that the 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 reason why you know feminism is a bad avenue to address these issues is because it can you know easily go off the rails like just like that, just yeah. like that right? It's, it's, and, and another thing is how it, you know tries to destroy the idea of gender roles. Right, it says that you know it's it's there's you know you can't have gender roles because it's uh, somehow oppressive, right? And that's the thing. Even wait, like, wait, give an example, like like gen- for example, gender. being a stay-at-home mother, right? There's a lot of you know feminists and a lot of people who advocate for feminism and not modern feminism, just generally speaking, general feminism, that look down on women who choose to stay home and be a stay-at-home mother, right? And that, yeah, in terms of that, that's obviously wrong. But they're saying. Um, and I'm not, I'm not just feminists. I'm saying in general, they're saying um, like, why can't like why can't there be a, a stay-at-home dad? And that's that. And I think that's kind of kind of why. Okay, right now, if, if anybody brought up that you know there's a stay-at-home dad and the wife goes to work, there's not a single person who would say oh, that guy's not a that guy's a bum. Hundred percent. Right? That guy's a bum. And there's a reason for that. Is because whether or not we like to you know address it, there are gender roles. It's a man's responsibility to be a provider. It's his responsibility to go and make money. It's not a woman's responsibility, right? If if they want to go out and work, that's up to them. But at the same time, there are there are gender roles assigned for women as well. What if it, he provides from home? That's still providing. I'm saying it's still, it's a job. He has making money, right? No, but if, but women can provide. No, no. But here's the thing. I'm saying women can provide. No, not no doubt. Okay. But it's not a woman's responsibility. It's a man's responsibility to be the breadwinner, to bring money home, to feed the family. It's not a woman's responsibility. If she wants to go out and work, absolutely. But it's a woman's responsibility to take care of the, the, the family, right? You know, that's, and that's the thing with men. Uh, men provide, for, especially when raising children, men provide structure, discipline. Women provide empathy, love, right? And that's not to say that it's exclusive, but that's where their strong suits are.
for, for me, I agree with half of what you're saying. So you're saying it's a men's responsibility and to, to be the breadwinner and then the woman's responsibility to take care of the kids. I agree with that part. This is the woman part, right? I also think that it's all subjective because in some families, there's only a woman, right? So in that case, the woman has to take both roles. Yeah, but and that's I not, think that's women not are very capable of doing that. No, no, it's not about capability and that's not the okay. standard. All right, and then I'm going to bring it to a different scenario. If there's no kids involved, my personal belief is that, like, if I'm a, if I'm a, if I have a wife, I don't want to have a stay-at-home wife, because what is she really doing? I'm like, what kind of husband am, am I seeing my wife just throw her life away? This, because you know, that's you know what I'm trying to say. That's the thing. No, but she could just be waiting to be <laughs> to be that. <laughs> but you know, yeah, wow. see, I, see me. I'm trying to. Look, I, you see, you see me. I'm trying to put women on a pedestal. No, no, me, I'm not. No, but here's the thing, though. That's the thing. No, I'm saying. For no, you, you're saying. Yeah. You're saying if if if, if there's no if, kids involved, if no, what's, she has what's to her role? What's her role in life? She okay. has no purpose in life. Other than staying at home. At least stay at home moms. Moms are raising kids. You know. <laughs> yeah. No, you have no purpose in life. You're a stay at home wife. You have no kids. What are you doing? Watching Netflix. But now here's the thing, though. When you when you decide, okay. You're taking on the response. When you married that woman, you're taking her from her family, right? It's now your responsibility to take care of her, to provide for her. Exactly. And the way I'm going to do that is tell her to get off her ass and get a job. <laughs> <laughs> and, if, That's the thing. And, and all the women hearing this, if you are a real feminist, then you agree with what I'm saying. Come on. No, I'm gonna be honest. Like, I don't want. I don't want someone like. I don't want someone like that. I'd rather like. The, the person that I, I choose my like I want already, them to, already yeah already exactly, yeah. That's what I'm saying like, like, I'm I, not gonna I, I'm not gonna marry someone who has nothing going for them at least ambitions like someone that has you those think, kind you guys, the thing is the, the you have to look at why you think what you think we've been conditioned to think that a person who a a, step, a wife who decides to stay at home isn't doing anything do you know how hard it is to take care of a house whether or not there's kids involved it's a job it's a response when there's nobody in there. It's a vi- listen. Here's the thing. Have you ever do you take care of a house like yourself? Yeah, but when there's nobody in there, I don't think it's that hard. Think about it. You're in a house and it's only you two people. How is it hard? It's not. Yeah. If it's you, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? That's it. If you take care of you, that's, see. That's the thing. That's that's how I know you so, have have okay, been in that position. Living, no, living alone I, I hard. Have, is, I have. Living alone hard. If all you're doing is staying at home. Is living alone hard? Here's the thing. You when you're okay. Let's say you're a single guy living at home by yourself. Yeah. Right. You have to go out, go to work, come home. Cook for yourself, clean the whole house by yourself. You, it's not. It's, you're gonna, you're gonna end up slacking off. She's There's so many things, She's right? And that's the thing with 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 women who decide to stay at home. We've been conditioned to look at it like they're not doing anything. There's so much that they do at home that we don't see, and that's the reason. And that's one of the reasons is. And Ali was talking about this earlier is because as Somali men, we don't do jack. At okay, home. what about what, what if you're a single guy and you live alone? So then you you do. Do you just stay at home? No, you but nothing? you do what you you do. You take care of the responsibilities yeah. at home. Yeah, what yeah, I'm but, saying is, but, I think women women have, like, women have yeah. that responsibility. But let's be let's be realistic. They can do both easily without any so why can't you do, strain. Why, why can't you do both? You I, I think if I was single, I would be doing that. You, you're saying like the way you're making it and seem you is that the, is that um when I when when my wife comes to my house, I can bury whatever my wife. Her and she wants to be a CEO. Her sole responsibility no, Islamic- is is to clean and and cook. Fair. If if she wants to be a stay at home wife, but she if so that's, if, if if Fam. me and her are both working, I can clean too. I can yeah, cook. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not is- only for me. For me, it's like okay. 
at the core, at the original, you know, okay, women are supposed to do that. But I don't think you should limit it to that. Okay, Kobe, I hear you. I hear you. Let me, let me just say something yeah. right, real quick. Fam, there's, there's, it, it's about the life you're trying to build. You get me? If your wife is busy getting a career, then you guys finally say, yeah, I sort of like you. I want to have a, I want to have a kid with you. You know, I sort of married you for that reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to have a kid with you. No, no, no. You see, no, but hold on. Oh. Time out. Let me, I'm not done yet. Okay. Best, best. If you guys go and do that, and she's a lawyer, and you're an engineer, and you're working what? I don't know, 10 hours a day for five days of the week. You guys come Saturday, Sunday, you're boss. There is no time to raise a kid in, in 24 hours, of the, in 48 hours. And this is my issue with all this. When you talk about stay-at-home moms, in society, it's not something that is looked at as... Frowned as upon, with frowned the high, upon. It's frowned upon. It's frowned upon, you know what I mean? And that's hard work. Raising a kid, the idea of raising a, a proper family with good morals and manners. Do you get? Does a woman get paid for that? No, she doesn't. But you know what? It's arguably a bigger job than anything as a, as a man, bringing in 100 racks a year. It's, it's way bigger than that. You're raising offsprings and you're doing everything for your family. You even work for your family. So this is literally your family and building the character in your family. You're telling me that this, that's, that's not something with no, and, and, uh, and, and to add to that, let's say, for example, you have a career, she has a career. Now it's time, okay, you know what you say? All right, I want to have kids now. She says, no, chill. I'm focused on my career. I don't want to have kids right now. Right? And, that, and, and that's the thing. I think you guys misinterpreted what I was trying to say. I said, before there's any kid, I'm not dealing with a wife that, like, there's a, I think there's a level, there's a certain level, like, even if a woman can have a career, she could take a break from her career. What she, she want? What she, what she doesn't want? Well, oh, then you're saying I want those are wife. things you guys should um, yeah, communicate. Okay. That, you guys are giving me, you guys are giving me extreme situation when uh, I'm gonna marry. Like, what are the chances I'm gonna marry a woman that's a lawyer? That like, but you're saying. But you I'm, saying I'm saying, I'm what, saying, what's the scenario where I'm gonna like? If if if, if you're if you're talking to someone that's a lawyer and she's you're, like, yo, you, I'm you should already know you're getting yourself into. I'm not talking about that. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, okay, you're just talking about marrying a girl marrying who has a girl ambition. Who at least has ambition. You could, for okay, example, so what if she, I'll give you an example. What if she aspires to do something that does not bring monetary benefit, like work? Nobody's knocking that. I'm not knocking that. Nobody's knocking it. Nobody's knocking the fact that being a a wife and being a housewife. Is is a job, and it's not a job that pays, like you said. 100%. Nobody's knocking it. What we're saying in in that situation, if 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 um if if she wants to work, like obviously take a break from your career. But if she if she wants to continue working, like when when the kids when kids are in school and she's back in that same position, like she's sitting at home and cleaning whatever. But she got an education. If you exactly. if you got a degree, mm -hmm. and I told you um right now to stop what you're doing. And stop for five years, but you got a degree. You wasted four years of your life to get that degree. And I say, yo, some some girl told you, let's we're switching the position. Some girl told you, yo, stop, stop what you're doing, stop whatever degree you got. Um, you're raising my kids. How you gonna react to it? Until I kick rocks. Exactly. <laughs> I can give you guys a real life example. For example, my mom, she just started working after all my siblings were raised. So mm -hmm. from the point where like. Like my older sister was born until like my youngest sister was um, raised up to like not being not needing a, like you know a mom at home all the time. Yeah. My mom wasn't working, but once we didn't need like my mom didn't need to take care of anybody, she started working. So and so that's like that's an example I'm giving you. Like you could take a break, but when you have nothing do when you have nothing going on, there's no reason for you to be a stay-at-home mom. Let me, let me let me bring this conversation back. I think this conversation came up with, with, with the idea of gender roles, right? The idea that 
it's a man's responsibility to be a provider. It's a woman's responsibility to to for the you know, upbringing of children. Obviously, it's both, respon- both responsibilities on the man as well. But I'm saying in terms of care. I hundred percent right? agree. I agree that now, the mom needs. Now, I mean, the baby needs a mom. Okay. So if we agree on all of that, now the idea of a woman going to school and getting a degree, right? Is that degree now a backup plan, or is it so that she can be financially independent? It's a bit of both. Yeah, it's a bit of both. Exactly. It's a backup plan if she marries a nigga that's trash and she's she wants you know she's gonna be alone for a while, you know. Or it's something where you know she has something to fall back on when um, whatever like her kids are raised and she wants to get a job. There's like like, like we're, I I think we were talking about this before. We talked about this in the chat. There's specific situation if the if the husband dies. And the, the wife was a stay-at-home mom. So it's a backup plan then? It, no, it's a backup plan. But um, if if she got a degree and she says, yo, I want to start working again, I'm not going to say no. I have no right to say no. But that's the thing. I think if, I, if, if it's not st- stopping the development of our children. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's, that's, how, that's how I was going to judge there. Like, yeah, everything, yeah, so everything is fluid, you get me? Like It's also about what people are willing to agree on, you know? I don't want to make it seem like, yeah, the general idea is that, yeah, the guy in, is supposed to be making the money or whatever, the girl's supposed to stay at home. There's also situations like my mom and my dad where both of them worked, you know? And my mom worked for like a good 10 years while we were getting raised, you know? I think we turned out all right. I hope we did, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah it's all yeah. the... It, I feel like, for example, for example, I feel like it's possible even, yeah. even with but, working. I feel like it's still possible. It is possible to an extent. And that's what I'm trying to say. I don't want to make it seem like I was arguing only for a girl to just stay at home because that's mm-hmm. not really what, yeah. I'm think, what I'm saying. Especially in this side of the world, it's very hard to really exactly. like own land and, and, and do things and move up in society. With just one guy working, like you just even a guy can't really make that go up himself, you know. Yeah, I'm but with I'm Kobe. Ju- <laughs> <laughs> I think okay. is that now is it is I'm it is that a woman's responsibility? We're talking. We're not talking about you know what a woman wants to do, what a man wants to do. We're talking about responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's, at the core, at the core, you're completely, the core, you're completely like, right. Like, in a perfect talking, world, yeah, 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 perfect we're not, world, in a perfect world, we're not. You're yeah, right. We're talking about the standard. We're not, we're not talking no, about not the different world. situations. He's not talking about like at the core, scenarios at the core, at the core. Right, right, what core. a man and wife agree upon and disagree upon in terms of the responsibility. No, yeah, but he's talking about in a general sense. In a general sense, yeah. The man, the woman. There's no, there's, there's no career. There's, it's just the guy's a farmer. Yeah, I mean, at its core, you're 100 percent right. But I don't think we should limit ourselves to that. But now here's the thing. Now what I'm saying is, 2018, I feel you. Feel me, Tom? 2018, 2018, I feel no, you. No, what I'm saying is, if we say that's the standard, that and that's the core standard, right? What comes up from that, and and this is the thing that 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 society in 2018 is trying to destroy: the idea of gender roles, the idea of responsibilities that a man has and that a woman has, and even Islamically speaking, if a woman says, "I don't want to go to work," you have no right to tell her you have to go to work. In, no, that, in, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. No, hundred percent. Um, he was saying if she's like sitting on her ass, and let's say she, she's even, not even, fulfilling even, that responsibility. Even, even, even if she says, even if there's no kids involved and there's no just you two at home, if she yeah. says I don't want to go to work, you have no right to tell her to go to work. All right, so then I'll just divorce her. It's simple as that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> this guy, is, this guy went for the jugular. God, now. oh my days. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, do you guys not agree with me? Do you guys want to? Do you guys want to be able to book me? <laughs> All right, guys, but all jokes aside, I just want my wife to be ambitious. Fair enough. Yeah, fair just enough. Oh, yeah. Go, go ahead, man. Uh, yeah, I just want to add my two cents into this. Uh, you guys have been going in. So, yeah, um, communication <laughs> is key. Uh, Pre marriage, uh, what, what, like, you just have to message, you just have to call, you have to talk. You know what I mean? You have to be on the same page. If you aren't, uh, don't waste your time. 
um, and uh, don't waste, don't waste each other's time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I think this is probably gonna be the last thing we discuss for yeah. tonight. You know what I mean? But might ruffle a couple feathers. You know what I'm saying? But you know, as fact is fact. You know, and truth is truth. And in Islam, like uh, one thing, a theme that you'll see is that Allah has put men specifically discussing men. He's given them a lot more responsibilities than than women. Or he's given not I don't want to say more responsibilities authority. but more authority in certain things than 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 to uh, than to women, but you got to understand that with the, all those things Allah has also held men to a specific standard that if not met they will be held accountable for right like there's ayat that talk about divorce right and I don't know if you guys know this but actually the, a lot of the uh, rulings in Islam that come with divorce has actually been the Prophet came and, and, and stated it in the religion to take away misogynistic crimes against women. Women used to be taken advantage of during the time of the Prophet Muhammad For example, you guys know the whole, I divorced, I divorced you, I divorced you three times. Then between the first two times, you have about two, three months, you know, they call it the Idda period. You have two, three months to get her back, right? And then if you, if you, the third time if you do this, there's no third, there's no couple months. She's not your wife anymore. You know, you guys are done, right? Do you know the time of the Prophet Muhammad that wasn't there, the institution wasn't there. People used to marry and then say, I divorce you, come back. I divorce you, come back. And they used to do this consistently without giving the woman a chance to leave the relationship. Especially one in which that they, maybe they didn't like each other and the man just wants to hurt her. Right? So Islam in and of itself is actually a religion that is for women's rights, you know? And this is just a very small um, example of it. But to kind of uh, put my thing forward, Allah specifically says, And He's talking about the men here. He said, Do not take my verses as like mocking. And He specifically said this part of the verse, in a verse talking about divorce, after Allah has described all the different authority that a man has in either accepting or rejecting a woman's plea to a divorce, you know? So clearly Allah has given authority to men. And He said, listen, do not take these verses that I'm giving you, these, these verses that are giving you authority over women, don't take them as jokes. Why? Because you might think you have power now, you know? Oh yeah, I can just do whatever I want, I'm the man, you know? Like, I go, yo, you can't go outside, you can't, you wanna act like that. Don't take it as, uh, don't be like that with it. Don't act like that with it. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what Allah's really trying to show. It's trying to put the men in, its, in his place where he should be as opposed to, you know, taking advantage of his powers. So. And uh, with, with, with society now, <clears throat> the idea that we're living in a patriarchal society is looked at as something negative. It's looked at the fact that, you know, men are given authority and the men that are in, posi are in more positions of power is looked at as a, as a negative thing. When that is not, it's not a privilege, it's a responsibility, right? And at the same time, living in the society and the time that we live in now, people place their values on how much money they make, right? This guy makes 100K a year, he's more valuable than the guy that makes 50K a year. Even though the guy that makes 50K a year could be nicer, could have a better character, could be the you know, most loved person in the neighborhood, does that, that doesn't matter because society places the value on how much money you make. And, you know, to look at it from a woman's side, a woman who, you know, who's, who decides to be a stay-at-home mother or even a stay-at-home wife, the fact that she's not making income, the fact that she's not making money, somehow makes her, you know, worthless in the, in the eyes of society. And that's not how Allah SWT said it, right? And there's a reason for it, right? Because, and we were talking about this earlier, right? The fact that, you know, um, men, men are, are more rational than, and women are more emotional. These are things, these are the qualities of a leader. Right, uh, for to be, you know, to to act based on rationale and logic, as opposed to emotion, right? And that's and that's why men are more suited to be leaders, and that's you know one of the reasons why Rasulullah made them leaders, 
right? So it's one of those things that you have to look at with a grain of salt and understanding why you see what you see, why you see how you see things. Oh, and I know there's a lot, there's like a Western misconception, especially anti-Islamic um, uh, figures. They use um, they use uh, Islam. They use that point of Islam being an anti-feminist um, like religion or misogynistic religion, and they twist it. So like mm. saying things like those those verses that people might not have noticed is especially knowledgeable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but thanks everybody for uh for being here uh i know it got kind of heated but um <laughs> it was it was it was it was much needed it was a much needed conversation and we'll obviously hear the side of the the girls in the coming weeks and to see what they say obviously um uh, but yeah again thanks you thanks and if anybody has uh, any questions uh rex reads one uh at twitter and uh rex reads one at gmail.com um but yeah uh we out we out see you guys next week you don't know